0: This perfect
1: day In every way Shall be complete
0: With the power of love
1: With the power of love you'll see With the power of love you'll
0: set yourself free power,
2: of love. You have the power of love. well, this is the uh end of the year christmas christmas episode um and this time I'm just doing this alone for unforeseen circumstances um Carrie's not been able to be with me this this episode um okay we've got an interview with block the block um which is about uh, a residence um group that's fighting a proposals that's been put in i'll let you listen to the interview but i was just like thinking well there's a lot to be thankful for in this year um for me that i'm thinking about in in terms of this covid cuz this restrictions um the positives are just like that I wouldn't be doing this podcast I wouldn't have been doing a podcast with uh, a friend um as well um which has been really interesting and enjoyable I'm just trying to look at um the positives in these restriction times and the things that have come out of this I wouldn't have met um Liam Brown who um, life transformer, um, just, yeah, his energy still stays with me, uh, and I know Kerry thinks I'm obsessed, (laughs) and other people think I'm obsessed with him, but I'm not, I just enjoyed the energy and the vibe, and all the other people that I've interviewed, like Sandra, um, from the Melissa Project, um, Jenny Matthews, um, there's been a lot of journeys that I've got, I've gone on and Ewan and Max um, who have given me the Tai Chi. So there have been a lot of things um, to think about for this end of year. And I suppose while people are tucking into their Christmas Christmas dinner and just enjoying the, the end of the festive season and the end of this year, <laughs> it's like trying to get through it there are other things that are not being reported and are not being said, that are not being put in the media and which are the human interest stories. And I'll leave it at that.
1: I live in Hopton Court, uh, which is part of the Aquarius estate where Sally lives.
2: Okay, yeah, I know that, yeah.
1: And then opposite Hopton Court uh, is Cooper House, which is another social housing block. Yeah. They've they've got more flats than we do. They've got about 90 90.
2: flats. I used to live there. Mm, Yeah. Yeah, I used to live in, yeah, Cooper House,
0: yeah. We're trying to protect the living space that the residents in Hopton Court enjoy at the moment, Mm. and they love it. If they built this 11-storey block, the natural daylight, the warm sunshine will be blocked. There will never be any sunlight coming over into the gardens of Hopton Court where people enjoy some, some kind of a life. There's a lot of, a lot of very elderly people here and they're enjoying these gardens offer you know benches and sit, and there's always somebody there to talk to Mm. that's been that will be taken away from them which is going to cause detrimental problems for their health to start off with their mental mental health there's little bit of social life that they they now
2: have there is no purpose in here for them to go and uh, enjoy socialising, yes it's
0: gone it's all gone. Yes. And that has been done with the blessing of our wonderful council. Yeah. They have sold us off for money and they will are gonna spend and they are spending up to four hundred million pounds to do up the town hall yeah. <laughs> an eight year programme. Even the tiles are being handmade in Italy.
1: Yeah, not here.
0: No, no. the curtains, not they will... Stafford,
1: even. No, Stoke. no, Stoke. The curtains
0: alone, will they will go back to the original materials. Oh.
2: That's, yeah. Yes. And that's
0: what they think of you. They, one of our
1: counsellors... No, we're surrounded by yeah. student flats. You know you've been to my place. Yes. We've got MMU flats at the back, loads of them. Bonsall Street is full of blocks now, going up to Burley Fields. You know, Bonsall Street used to be straight through with the 86,
2: didn't it? Yeah, yeah.
1: And now uh, there's, I don't know, how many blocks are over there now? God, I, I don't know what they are. There is three more towers being built at the moment.
0: Yeah. Sixteen story, a twelve story, and a six story are all being built on a postage stamp piece of land. Mm-hmm. And these three towers are overlooking a historic block of plants that have been there since
1: nineteen the nineteen fifties. What's the name of that house, I forget? Which house? The, the- the block
2: on the corner of Barnsville Street. Um. <laughs> oh God, yeah. But surely, the, surely the, the point is, is about while they're building these blocks of flats for students, but not for people that live in the area, then the people that live there, the community, is not going to be there because the are building for people that are going to be transient, aren't they? Just you know, they have and no not the. They've no respect
0: for the residents of Hume. This council have sold us off since the nineteen seventies. Mm. When when I came to live here, there was plenty of green space for the children to play, and over the years, before we became. Um, residents who fought back. They done terrible things. They stole the land, gave it away. They took away every every space there was for children to play, mm-hmm. till in the end, our children had nowhere to play.
2: So it's become a concrete jungle, in effect, because Bonsall Street used to have areas, didn't it, where there was green spaces for children to play. So to- People could yes. look look out and just see in their flats and they could see the children playing safely, you know, or had a space to play. And now there isn't anything like that because it's all concrete.
0: Children don't play because they have no space. No. And with this new proposal that's go, that is going to planning,
1: if to these uh, social housing landlords who are now making a killing because as properties get empty then they're renting them for more of a market rent
2: right uh, yes
1: so the elder established re- residents will be paying a lot less uh, rent than than anybody who comes in now despite it being the same size of accommodation mm. Right. so the developers are trying for the third time to develop the site. In 2008, they put in a planning application. Uh, 2012, they put in a planning application. Both of those applications were rejected by the council. The second one in 2012 was rejected by everybody on the planning committee. So it was unanimous. It was... Uh, rejected now sally and i were both involved in that campaign as well but what happened after that the developers appealed and then um s- central government allowed them to go ahead but strangely enough they didn't now the the planning applications were for like huge student blocks with like 250 odd units in them
2: wow yeah, it's a yeah. really small space though, isn't it? Again, it's about twenty
1: feet away from Cooper House.
2: Yes, yes. So it's really overlooked, you know. So they're not taking into account the the you know the people in the community in the area and also, you know, just like just the space, isn't it, as well? You know, that, you know, the the you know the town hall and the money that they're putting in is more valuable than the people in you, in our places like you, the residents there. They're not valuable. They're not putting the investment in because it's all about money. Money, mm. yeah.
0: And East Manchester, they've sold off East Manchester as well. On Oxford Road, that is called the Oxford Corridor. Mm. Yeah. And the guy who owns... Um, the Etihad Stadium, he gave I don't know whether it's a billion pounds or 10 million. I think it's a billion to do the work that's gone ahead on Oxford Road. That's all because it's to do with the university. There is not all that the the traffic that goes along oxford road now is buses and black taxis and cyclists and they shifted all of the huge traffic onto upper brook street mm. and brook street yes. without a thought for anybody what about all the people who live on the brunswick estate mm-hmm. that is beside Brook
2: Street Oh they have thought they have thought about somebody they've thought about the student and how to make them comfortable and the their sort of like how it's like all going to be fixed together so they you know so the parents don't have to worry about their students their children being going anywhere else and it's all within that area so that cuts out everybody else that lives there because they're not thinking about people that are there day in and day out, year in and year out that are also contributing to you know the economy as well, because you need these people there as well as yeah. the students to work hand in hand to you know well, we have council
1: tax and the students aren't so who's funding the improvements? Oh. In everything else
2: mm. yeah that's an interesting point yes
1: and you know i work with students anyway they frighten them to death telling them not to go into tell them not to go into my side can you believe it
2: oh yes i can yes <laughs> i can yeah. yes yes
1: you know, they'll meet the nicest people they could yes. hope to meet <laughs> meet a real community yeah. i mean this frightening
0: them yeah i met a young student who who was um he asked to do an interview with me, and we couldn't do it because of the restrictions. So we had a phone conversation. But he was only a first-year student living up near um, on Bonsall Street, yeah. in in, the, in the, these little flats that they had built beside... Um, Burley Fields. up there. Yes. And, uh, I said to him, he was going home. The next day his mum was coming to, to pick him up. And I said, ordinarily, how how when would you come back? And he said, Well, when we leave in May, the day we hand in our key, that's on a Saturday, and they send in the cleaners. And on the Monday morning, overseas students take over our flats until September mm-hmm. when we come back. But if we went home sick or anything, even in February, say we got glandular fever or anything like that and had to go home, we still have to pay our rent up to May. He said, there is nothing free with Manchester University. They couldn't care less about us. We are money for them. Mm.
1: And they're certainly not paying the staff a magnificent pledge. Oh no! Okay. down the staff as yeah. well, down to the bare, bare yeah. minimum.
2: Yes, yeah. yeah. So
0: we do, not, yeah. Oh.
1: we do not, want
0: this block. We've we've worked very hard. We've done. We've gone door knocking. We have petitions going. We've done leafleting, and we um we made two enormous banners, and we. Put one on the um, fence of Hopton Court, block the block, 250 units, daddy, da And we put one at the side of the Gamecock pub, and they've been taken down today.
2: Oh, wow. I, yeah. We so they don't want anybody to know this to spoil their image of just like what they want to present. Because I can remember sort of like in the 80s. Bonsall, sorry, and a student actually did um, a film about he was told not to go into Yume. But he said it was the most um, interesting time. And he met Lem say through. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was just like all the things that were set off there. It was also there used to be um, a film place that you used to be able to go to across the walk in Yume. There used to be lots of little things that would would be happening that was you know sort of like student um I wouldn't say student led but sort of like incorporated into the area so there were very positive things going on and I loved you because it was buzzy and the community was there and they're trying to take all that away to put this glossy image of just like this is safe this is lovely this is new you know yeah but yeah.
0: They want rid of the people of Hume. They want to erase our history yeah. of Hume. Yes,
2: we don't suit. But we're
0: not the only. We're, they're doing the same in East Manchester. They're putting compulsory orders on people's homes, and if their home is worth 150,000 pound, they're giving them a hundred thousand pound, and they're they're losing fifty thousand. And they haven't a leg to stand on because they've made it compulsory purchase do you know why all because of etihad
1: mm-hmm. it's yeah. the same old same old again yeah. it might as well be peace alone you know, again you know we're just the peasants so you know millions yeah we yeah. might be equali- economically active or we might be useless eaters you know but we're not a consideration mm-hmm. the only consideration is students who they can make a buck from. Yeah, and it'll be very unpleasant for the students if they were living in this lot. Yeah. They said to you, Sally, the developers, didn't they, that they could, they didn't need to make the ceilings as high because they'd only be there temporarily. Ah! Wow. We don't have to, don't so... have to worry. I
0: said 250 units on 11 stories. Mm. He said, well, we don't have to worry about height. He said, with students, well, they're only there.
2: And I said, do they mean nothing? Yes. So so everybody's been short-changed, aren't they? Just for making money, because it's all about, you know, what makes money. And they don't worry about whether the student interaction with the community, with the people that are there, that are also making links and relationships and building things, that's all going, That's been disintegrated as well. So they're very short-sighted, aren't they? Thorough.
1: It's all about money. Yeah. It's just about money. I mean our block, Hopton Court, had those um in, those flammable tiles on it. Yeah. Because what happens is, you know, everything's subcontracted like five or six times and eventually the last subcontractor is, you know. The people who put on the cladding were from Lithuania, you know, I managed to chat to a few of them, but, you know, they're poor migrant workers having to work across Europe and probably working for peanuts, putting up dangerous tiles on our buildings that luckily later were changed. Yeah. it's about lowest common denominator, isn't it?
2: Yeah.
1: Yes. Elaine, I'm sorry, I'll
2: have to go. ...in now is, is really good. So I think, what is the main message that you want to give over to the people listening? Um, you know?
1: Well, the planning application will be submitted on the 1st of January next year, and it will go before the planning committee on the 21st of January. We need people to write in... And make a complaint. Not send a template letter. Send an individual letter yeah. that is clearly an objection. Right at the top of the letter, objection. We don't want this in Hume. A bit of solidarity from people in Manchester, because if you, anybody saw the Manktopia series about
2: how yes. they were developing
1: behind Piccadilly, and yes.
2: they didn't care about you know the artists that were chucked out from there. The homeless people that had the, you know, the centres, yeah. 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 You saw that. Yes. Saw
0: they, they've humiliated us. They have so little respect for us yeah. as people, human beings. We matter little to them. And I am sick of it. I, I can't, I can't abide what they're
1: doing to us and doing to older people they don't care no but we've got a crowd crowd crowdfunder going yeah on crowdfunder.com it's called block the block we've got a block the block page on facebook we've got a block the block on twitter which i've not seen because i'm not on twitter but we need help and we need it now because we need to challenge this and and if we can challenge this one that they cynically think they can just push through and ignore the community will make a dent in their developments and will get some uh, purchase for the community and make them think twice before they try and run roughshod over us.
2: Well, I think they underestimate the Manchester spirit because I also know the hospitality people are also kicking off and have also put something into court to say, this is not right. The Manchester spirit is strong and they yes. just, yes. and But we what need you- people to show that and support...
1: Why do you think they've put us in tier three? They know. they backed off from Liverpool because Liverpool uh, protests were huge. I went across to Liverpool and saw the protests against the lockdown. They've backed off of them because they know there's too much opposition.
2: Well, there's no escape from the Christmas songs, but um, I've chosen... This lovely rendition of Matt Large, um, who I don't really know that much about. If anybody else knows anything about him out there, send us some information. Um, This is the first Noel. Noel. Well, this is a poem by Elaine O'Cora, myself, and it's just called Seven Blue Masks. Seven blue masks discarded in the December rain puddles, breaking free from the restrictions, countdown, time to the festive season, to enjoy, not think, get over these restraints, this mind strangulation, too scared to be, too scared to think beyond the blue mass except for being free. Christmas treat is love, family, friends, drink and be merry because after who knows but the spirit and the energy can be the light. This is more than words at 247. Hannah were. This is the end of our podcast um, for 2020, our Christmas one. And we hope that we've all enjoyed um, the episodes that we've been delivering. Um, And we all hope for a better new year, yes. (laughs) So let's set that in our mind to do. I wish you all a Merry Christmas. This is Elaine O'Cora signing off. And if you want to catch any of our episodes, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, and google and if you put into google more than words 247 podcasts, all our episodes will show up okay that's me tra for now